0: Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome to the State of Cannabis. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. Advocates and analysts will join us to discuss the ongoing path to reform and legislation. Now, the State of Cannabis. With your host, Dave Inman. Good evening, everyone.
1: I'm your host, Dave Enman. Welcome to the State of Cannabis. Tonight we have Kathy Enman, State Director of Normal in Arizona, and Darren Babin, Vice President of Normal Phoenix. Today I'd like to talk to or talk about uh, a couple of different topics that have been floating around. Uh, the, the VA Medical Center is having uh, long lines of of traffic, and some. Many times aren't even seen by the uh, the doctors. Um, that coupled with uh, a recent uh, issue that uh, Normal had came into with uh, Senator Yi blocking uh, funding for a uh, PTSD trial in the in the University of Arizona. Tonight we have a couple of people that are that are in were intrinsic in this process, and uh, I'd like to welcome tonight uh, Kathy Enman and Darren Babin. Hi, D. Hey, what's going on? It's almost Friday.
2: <laughs> oh, well, I think we are there, sir. We are there.
1: John, <laughs> it is. So if you guys wouldn't mind, um, tell our listeners exactly how this whole thing transpired with uh, this blockage that Senator Yee had proclaimed.
3: I kind of jumped in into the game somewhat after this, kind of right as it was getting started Senator Yee here, Kimberly Yee here in Arizona, blocked a bill that really came down with overwhelming support here by Arizona lawmakers. And this bill was meant to provide funding for a study at the University of Arizona that would allow uh, the university to actually go in and, and for the first time. This, this was approved by the federal government. The Obama administration actually gave it the nod, which I think was somewhat surprising. This was the first study ever approved. And, and this study was going to actually allow us to understand the safety and the efficacy of cannabis on treatment-resistant PTSD for combat veterans. And as this bill moved through the the legislature here, it got into the Senate and was blocked by Kimberly Yee.
2: Well, and don't forget, it passed the House 52 to 5, which is overwhelming. And that, those those folks are representing Arizonans. You know, so when it's passing 52 to 5, that's the people speaking, and then it gets to her committee. And, and what is she? She's committee chairman for education. Education is exactly what we're looking for. And she went ahead and blocked it. She just said, "No, this isn't going to be heard." And that's when we stepped in, right, Derek? It
3: was, yeah, it was, uh, and that, that was a single-handed block blockade, if you will. Kathy, she wasn't taking your calls. I, I called her office. She never returned my phone call. Uh, I know other people from from Normal reached out. I know there were people outside of of Normal that actually picked up the telephone and and called her office just to try and have a conversation. With our elected official, and there was absolutely no response. It was a.
2: She even didn't return calls to her fellow senators there. You know, at the state house, she ignored a lot of folks. So she she was upsetting a lot of people. It wasn't just normal. It's kind of across the board. She just wasn't participating, and she was just going to put up a blockade, and it was her political option.
3: Normal. Normal banded together and created a committee called the Arizona Veterans Assistance Committee. And we sat down and as a committee, we put our heads together and we began to roll up our sleeves to figure out how we would go forward to get this woman recalled to hold a recall election, and the idea was essentially, this is an election year. Everybody knew that a recall election really wasn't going to happen. We really wanted to expose this woman for truly what she was and let her show her colors and that she would not show any support in an ongoing manner for veterans and she absolutely showed her colors, Dave. It, it was consistently down the line, stalls, more blockade from, from her office.
2: And she told Arizonans so, that this was taxpayers' money, too.
1: So essentially what, what I'm hearing is that it was it was politics that were involved in this. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to have Kathy Inman and Darren Babin. Kathy with Normal in Arizona. Darren, uh, Vice President of Phoenix Normal. Uh, We'll be right back at you, folks.
0: Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis. Only on CannabisRadio.com when we return. Growing green to generate more green. Welcome to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. Each week we plant the conversational seeds about cultivation and the changing climate of cannabis culture. We'll peel back the layers of benefits of the world's most versatile plant, from food to fuel, from remedy to resource. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Inman.
1: Welcome back to the State of Cannabis. I'm your host, Dave Enman. We have with us Kathy Enman, State Director of Normal in Arizona and Vice President of Phoenix Normal, Darren Babin. We uh, were just a little bit ago talking about PTSD, cannabis, the U of A, and a poor, poor sender that decided to stand in the way of any kind of progress. So that being said, Darren, what kind of progress did AVAC, uh, the Arizona Veterans Assistance Committee, uh, what were they able to do in this, uh, in this process?
3: Dave, what we were really able to do was bring to light exactly what kind of senator is sitting in District 20. When you look at the kind of representation, I don't want to say, hey, here's a bad Republican. This should never be like – because that's really not necessarily a true statement anymore. As H.R. 499 just went through the House
1: you know if you look down the board it was it was a very bipartisan showing i felt
3: and that's why i'd say okay the republicans you know bad bad you know with respect to cannabis law anymore because i think there's quite you know the groundswell of education taking place and that was really what we were trying to do with respect to senator yi and her office what she truly did was Her and her attorney really showed their intentions, and that was, we're not going to play ball. We're not interested whatsoever in cannabis education for ourselves so that we can truly understand the impact that this would have on treatment-resistant PTSD. We really don't care to see this legislation get written and we don't care that the funding gets put into place for this study at the U of A. And, and I think that's the kind of, of information we were uh, able to bring to light. I I know when we posted, um, you know, our press releases in the Facebook group, there were veterans groups that were sharing this information, and some very large veterans groups here in Arizona, and I was very surprised to see the kind of of lift that it got.
2: Absolutely. I mean, when you're, you're coming, you're calling to light the fact that 22 of our soldiers come home and commit suicide due to the pharmaceuticals that they're on, the pharmaceuticals that we see on TV that are telling us they give us thoughts of suicide. Well, guess what, folks? 22 of our soldiers go and protect us and then they come home and kill themselves because they're sad and they're being prescribed this kind of legal medication that I find abhorrent. And you know, that's what I fight against is, is to get people off of pharmaceuticals and especially these folks. And for, for Kimberly Yee to stand in the way of one more day of that research, the funding that came from our, our Arizona medical marijuana program, it wasn't directly from, you know, from any kind of other fund. There's no reason that she should have blocked that and taken a stand on her own. So, yeah, I'm glad we did it, and I'm glad we brought attention to that. So
1: let's dive into that real quick, because that's, that's kind of an important uh, facet of all of this. It's not just 22 that have come back and killed themselves, of course. it's It's 22 a day. That uh, kill themselves. According Um, to the
2: Center for Disease Control, it's an epidemic and we lose one person every 20 minutes in America from opiates as well. So, yeah, it's it's an absolute tragedy. And for someone like her, who is a is a Republican, as you had mentioned, Darren, you know, over the years, I've seen that Republicans and Democrats both smoke across the board. It's kind of 50 50. But the lawmakers won't come out because they're, quote unquote, conservative. Well, here's a lady who's conservative, who's a who's a pro-life. She stands up for pro-life issues and then she won't stand up to save the lives of these soldiers and of a person every 20 minutes who's overdosing on opiates. Well, and so, that's, yeah, that's, an
1: interesting, uh, that's an interesting point as well. And, and when, you, when you really think about it and, and the, the turnabout that occurs, oh, well, it's, it's taxpayer money. When it was actually monies that were brought about by, from my understanding, the collection, the uh, Arizona Medical Marijuana Program. And it was through the collection of the cards, the uh, agent cards, the dispensary uh, licensing fees. And those monies were just held in a kitty and just recently will humble uh, announced that uh, they're going to be uh, going through some uh, some some various uh changes in in how they're collecting those it sounds like they're going to be dropping down to about 50% for vets and uh, disabled um you know uh, fixed income scenarios uh, where, where those those fees are going to be be dropped because add too much money. What's I think disappointing
3: about this though is, albeit that going to drop the pricing fifty percent for veterans. Problem is they still can't talk to their doctors and say I have a medical marijuana card. I exactly. I I'm treating my symptoms with medical cannabis because if they go to a doctor's appointment at the VA and they disclose to the VA that they're using medical cannabis, they will lose their VA benefits. And and this is one of the bigger concerns that's being talked about in all of the states that are medical marijuana states and even those that aren't, there are people who are using marijuana to treat their symptoms because they just know that it helps them when the prescriptions that they've been given can't. So albeit that I, I applaud Will Humble and and the Arizona Department Department of Health for for being you know, kind and forward-looking. Where the pocketbook is concerned, it's really not forward-looking enough yet, because it's not really taking into account what would happen if the veterans could take that one step further with that card and actually disclose. And, and I know just just recently, an Arizona judge did. Make the ruling that PTSD needed to be considered as a qualifying condition, and and that's great. Ironically, Will Humble and the Arizona Department of Health they still have the ability to appeal that. They can still yet decline that.
2: I got a call yesterday from a veteran who at the Phoenix VA who has now been referred coincidentally to the Gilbert Southeast location of the the, uh, Veterans Administration, which is very convenient for me, it's about a mile from my home, Uh, was told by his primary care physician that the two morphine pills that he takes a day to control his his pain, um, if he couples that to suppress, you know, having to take any more than just two, he couples that with medical marijuana. His primary care physician told him that he would die if he takes that medical marijuana with the morphine tabs. And I understand this has come to McCain's desk, and this fellow also has records of all the times he's been put off for his health care in the last three to four, three to five years. And he's an older vet that really needs care. And this, to me, is just too much.
1: That's a that's a great point with coinciding, obviously, with the the scandal that's going on with the VA. And then we have, you know, granted what it sounds like to me and what, what I've observed is PTS, uh, PTSD is one of the, the, the highest reasons for a returning vet to go to the VA to begin with. So now we have such a huge amount of vets that don't get seen to begin with. Could you imagine that the most efficacious, from what it appears, uh, treatment of uh, PTSD is cannabis? And if they're so short-staffed, wouldn't it behoove them to offer a safer alternative that they're certainly not going to to harm themselves off of? Folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we will have Darren Babin from Normal in Phoenix and Kathy Enman from Normal in Arizona. Stay tuned, folks.
0: Stay tuned for more State of Cannabis, only on
4: CannabisRadio.com when we return. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, a fitness writer, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Like many of the million people who are living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every single day. And sometimes my nerves are so raw that if you brushed up against me in an elevator, I'd scream. I can't sleep at night from the pain, and sometimes the spasms in my legs are so intense they will wake me up throughout the night. I've tried the strongest prescription medications available, and I'm going to tell you, they do not work. In fact, they leave me in a stupor, and most of the time, it's impossible to even live your life. Now, I've tried medical marijuana, and I'm going to tell you something, it works. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP.
0: Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Once again, here's Dave Enman.
1: Welcome back to the State of Cannabis, folks. I'm your host, Dave Enman. Tonight we have Darren Babin from Normal in Phoenix, as well as Kathy Enman, State Director for Normal in Arizona. We've been talking about cannabis and potential studies that uh, could have happened down at the U of A. Uh, Potential injustice. I mean, it, it was something that uh, it appeared uh, was, was uh, sailed through it was the a House. block
2: of democracy, Dave. It was a block it, of democracy. When one, senator <laughs> stands, one senator stands up and uh, you have uh, 52 to 5 that passes the House 52 to 5. You don't have one senator stand up and say, I'm sorry, we're not going to hear that. So, Darren, was- I think. I think our committee did a great job, and I'm really, I'm proud to have uh, shed light on this subject, a- absolutely. And I want to shed light on more things about the VA. I think I think we've got more work to do, quite honestly.
3: It wasn't really a potential injustice. It was actually block of the democratic process. The big VA hospital here in Phoenix that had all the issues, that had people physically dying because they... Their appointments were getting moved back on them. That actually happened in District Twenty.
2: It really happened
3: in District Twenty, and I can okay. truly say, whose district was that? Kimberly Yees. I don't think that that actually is any kind of you know mystery to to anyone that's that's you know been around um, normal and having dealt with AVAC and dealt with this whole process with respect to trying to get the kind of assistance from our elected officials for, for these veterans, these guys that, listen, from the time our effort began until the time we actually made an agreement, withdraw the, the recall, over 950 people committed suicide. That's a real number. We can say 22 people a day died. That's real. But when you really look at the bigger number and say, you know what, from the time we began trying to work with our elected official, she dug her heels in. Here's the real number it was almost a thousand people that committed suicide. And, 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 you know when you look at that problem that's one problem with the with the veterans being able to even have an open honest dialogue with their doctors at the VA and say listen these pharmaceuticals they're horrible for me when i Absolutely. take the, the side effects they're ho- like you know the thoughts they give me they're horrible it doesn't work for me you know, I can't sleep at night. It gives you know, it gives me the jitters. You know, but when I when I have used cannabis, it, it actually works. But I'm afraid I'm going to lose my benefits. How how are they supposed to to react? What are they supposed to do? There's no help for them. There's definitely no help for them out of Kimberly Yee's office.
2: No, and there's no help for them out of Senator Senator John McCain's office, evidently too. And here's a veteran who has lived in Arizona for I don't know most of his life. I think I'm not quite sure, but for as long as I've been here, and I've been here twenty plus years, and he's a veteran, and he allows this to go on in this state, and Maybe I just can't get over.
1: Well, you know, and that's that's really the crux of it all. You know, I mean when you when you think about it, I mean obviously cannabis uh, federally is is illegal. You know the fact that there's anything in any state that actually affords a person privilege, and I, I'm not even going to say right because it's far from rights, unless you're in Colorado or Washington. But a privilege to be able to utilize cannabis to ease whatever ails you, and that's that's really the crux of it all. Um, and and having the, the 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 senators jump on board, obviously, you know, it's 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 a tough putt. So at the end of the day, I would say that it's probably our, our, our duty to educate these people. That is something that we hold so near and dear to our hearts. Something that, that we know to be true and self-evident. Then why isn't it that we aren't educating these people? Rather, what we do is we, we shake our fists in anger. At the same time, this is what they've been taught, that, that in fact... You may have less gray matter. You may have less IQ. You may be sterile. You may go crazy. You may have a semen-encrusted pants (laughs) after smoking cannabis.
2: (laughs) I can't believe you got it in. I can't believe it. Yeah,
3: but Dave, Dave, listen, I, I I don't think it boils down to us having to um, become angry and you rage know, to raise exactly in the pitch no, that's, that's, what, we do, that's,
1: that's what we do but that's what we do our whole point is that rather than doing that perhaps what we should be doing is a proactive education we never should get mad at somebody the, the as soon as you get mad at a person in a discussion
3: you've lost that discussion absolutely absolutely,
2: absolutely. yeah and
3: it, ignorance is it's it's not a sin what is blatant dishonesty and misrepresentation to to the people and a lack of willingness to a be lack educated. of willingness.
1: A, a lack of, of desire
3: to learn
1: something new or something that, that isn't their warm and fuzzy.
3: And I think I think when, when you boil it down, a lawmaker is unwilling to to look at a lot of overwhelming facts that are now starting to come to light because almost almost 50% of our nation is a medical marijuana country, almost 50%. Yep. At this point, the kind of information and data that is starting to come back to our country's leaders is – enough to allow them to become educated and realize that, that our country has changed its position. When you look at the Gallup polls, this country has now changed its mind towards marijuana. It's, there's no lies there.
2: Absolutely. down in colorado too i mean what does that say we've got an experimental state that's just going to get more and more statistics like you said Absolutely. darren and, and that's the thing we've got all half of america bringing in these statistics by 2016 which we're a, I think we're a quarter coming,
1: we just simply have to to have the appropriate foot forward we have to provide the the actual information you know i mean you know we we we, we certainly can't uh, you know, have a bunch of unfounded claims and say, "Well, it does this, 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 and this," and when it doesn't do those things, um, you know, have it blow us blow back in our face. Um, I,
3: I think it, there's there's a video that that's floating around um that that was shot uh, by C-span, which I never watch c-span. I really don't. Uh, I mean, I think it's probably, and I worked in television, I know boring television um, I, I came out of Christian television. I know boring television. Um, so so I, I actually saw this clip, that I want to say it's at Maz Maz News, and you can find it in their YouTube channel. But it's actually of Jared Polis, Colorado. The, yeah, from Colorado, and you see you see him actually interviewing the head of the DEA, Michelle Landhard.
1: Yes, yeah. yes,
3: right, and just giving
1: her a new one. Absolutely.
3: Just- Tears her up, and and the the, the crux of it was, are all these other drugs, is heroin as bad, right? And he names off all these drugs. She absolutely could not answer these questions. And as the head of the DEA, you would think that this individual would be able to sit there and Answer these questions without hesitation. And, well, it's, and it's hard
1: when you're coming up with a lie each time.
2: Yeah, that's tough. That's not easy. In front of all those people, too.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Folks, this is this is all great stuff. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap it up in this, our very first episode of The State of Cannabis. To all our listeners, thank you so much for downloading the show. Next week, we will be discussing the Potential large-scale legalization in the U.S. Uh, 2016, if you're, you're uh, an activist, an advocate, or just somebody who really enjoys cannabis, you're going to want to hear that. So again, Darren Babin, Vice President of Phoenix Normal, and Kathy Inman, State Director for Normal in Arizona. Thank you both so much for, for coming on this show tonight.
3: Thank Thanks, you, Dave. Dave.
1: And, and if you wouldn't mind, uh, we'd, we'd love to be able to get in touch with you. So if you could tell our listeners how we can get involved in your organizations.
2: Anybody can go to normalinarizona.org for all of our meetings and happenings. And otherwise, I know, uh, Darren, do you have some other contacts for Phoenix?
3: Make sure you go to facebook.com forward slash Arizona Veterans Assistance Committee. Folks, have a wonderful evening. Thank you.
0: The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.